the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. And good morning, San Diego. You are listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ. I am David Ross, along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Ken is, uh, well, I was thinking he was sleeping in, but I saw he was up posting stuff, so he must not have slept in. But he's just taking the morning off. Good morning, guys. Good morning. How are we? Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you, Mark? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you very much. He still looks like Mark. Yeah, well, it's like nothing I can do about that. That's why we're on the radio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. So how how are we? Well, you're still good. We're done with that. <laughs> we that's are. it. Yeah. We're good. I'm Mark good. looks like Mark. You yeah. look like I you. Look I like look like me. We're on the radio. We are we. Good morning, everybody. It I was cold yeah. at my house this morning. I had frost on the ground again. It was chilly, but I didn't see any frost. Well, you come from a temperate, a more a temperate, temperate area. You're not. You're not out in the. Yeah. The boonies, like some of us are. And I was just looking at the, the weather, and it's supposed to get cold again this week. Did you? On Monday, ha- though, right? Not till Monday. Not till Monday. Right. Well, but it's. it's I've week, had frost uh, every morning. Well, you're and I didn't see a frost chill. advisory, and nobody came from a TV station to ask me about our bone chilling cold 35 degree temperatures or 40 or whatever it was um how much rain did you guys get this week you know i don't know how much but it poured what wednesday night i guess it was wednesday night yeah it was it came down pretty they hard were, they were expecting nothing we were forecast to get a tenth of an inch of rain maybe up to a quarter but i i think a lot of areas got more than that i, I didn't measure but we certainly had a lot of, of rain it was a good hard downpour i think it was wednesday night i had a i think it was couple tuesday of, night tuesday night it, might I be a, yeah, because i, I worked it was. wednesday and it wasn't okay. raining Oh, good point. I, I I have reference points in my week. That's that's very <laughs> smart of you. That's why, yeah, you He's are George, George <laughs> and we are not. <laughs> Clearly, we had a nice fire going though Tuesday night when it was raining, so it was a lovely evening. I had nice blustery storm, a couple, many good downpours, and right as my phone was running out of power and I was getting ready to go yeah, to bed and plug it in, out. right after a a clap of thunder, the power went out, and I thought, oh. This is not going to work out well for me because yeah. my phone is my alarm clock. It's everything. So I set my watch to 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 let me know and hoped that it would have enough power for the day. And yeah. then the everything, power came back on 10 minutes later. Everything worked out fine, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. But it made me rethink. I have a little backup power supply that I could charge my phone with. And I think I'm going to keep that charged just yeah. in case. Not a bad what idea. the boonies? You don't have a generator? That is correct. Okay. I do not have a generator. That's it. Move That's on. it. That's Move it. On. Okay. All right. <laughs> Clear, beautiful moon, beautiful stars. I saw Venus again this morning in the eastern sky. Very pretty. It, it is. It's it's fantastic and so bright. It looks like a I think it's an incoming jet and I every even even morning after you, morning, you I get still pooled still. Yes. Well, yeah. In in fairness, I did the same thing this morning. As I was tr- coming down the fifteen, I looked over and go, oh, "There's Venus." No, wait, that's it. And it no, that's no, it, it is yeah, Venus. It's Venus. What's the word Ken used that he said he you find a stationary object to make sure that it's not moving? He, he he. There was a word for that, and I was very impressed that he knew the word. I didn't learn it, obviously. Obviously, and I I, I wasn't there. I don't think. Yeah, it was here. And I might have been not listening. Well, as as we are wont to do. Um, 
It has been nice to get home in the afternoons and still have a little bit of sunlight, be able to wander the yard and look and see what's going on, watch all the blooms happen. Uh, everything's starting to – all the fruit trees are going off right now, and the macadamia is dropping uh, flower spikes, but it has not started blooming yet. Um, I, I had, gave you a homework assignment, George. Did you take it seriously? I never take much seriously, but no, I did do this one because I was curious as well. Regular? Regular. Okay. Um, today is the 19th of February. And so I, back I, when we had our winter solstice back in, in uh, December, I, we have gained since then um, how many one, minutes one of daylight? hour and 54 minutes of daylight. Oh, that's so a lot of minutes. That's a lot of that's minutes. That's like 120 that's why when minus you get home six. at night, you can go outside and have some daylight to look at the flower am, blooms. That is so... It's Thank you. I, I would not have guessed it was that many minutes, but that's why it's still light. It's 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 wonderful sitting outside in the evening or walking around looking at the trees. When when are we going to go to daylight savings time all the time so that we don't have to in, mess in March. with this? No, no, oh, all, all the, time. the time when you when you get when, the bill you, passed. Yeah. Okay, I'll work on that because. Uh, yeah, I'll work on that. Do we have any classes coming up this week? Uh, or no, do we have classes coming up this morning at this either morning Walter Anderson Nursery location? We do. At 9 o'clock in San Diego, it's Planting Citrus with Chris. And then in at 9.30 in Poway, it's Staghorn Fern Care with a David Ross. It's Culture and Remounting, Care and yeah. Culture and Remounting. So that would be a good reason for people to go to the citrus That's class right. with Chris, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Um uh, an update on the citrus. Yeah, I was going to ask you. That. I was worried last week. I had left two messages for my citrus connection, neither of which was returned. And I thought, that can't be good. We're obviously not getting the citrus. And the We've person doesn't want to tell me that we're not getting our citrus. And then Tuesday, I got a phone call from that person. And he had been out of town. So he just was at a conference or something so he didn't get his messages so you know how i like to jump to conclusions and read into things with very yeah very little information i did it this time so next week at the end of so next he week canceled our order no he did not oh, oh 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 because oh. of your you're scaring me you're scaring oh, no. me Sorry. uh so late next week we're expecting that citrus order to come in and that'll be specialty varieties that we have never carried before that will be some varieties on flying dragon rootstock and I will do my best to get some down to San Diego as soon as they come down. Monday, both stores are expecting an order of citrus, uh, five-gallon material from uh, not our normal grower. Okay. The, the citrus is going to cost a little bit more, but it's from our kind of a secondary or tertiary grower. But the product that we have gotten from them in the past has always been a grade better. Oh, very cool. And so we're yeah, expecting... Yeah, their five gallons usually look uh, just shy of a 15. They look just shy of a 15, right. and the right. price is going to be in the middle. Um, yeah. But we're expecting some lemons, some limes, a few oranges, not a lot. And <laughs> some varieties we're only getting one of or two of. But the Meyer lemons, the Mexican and Bears limes, and navel oranges we're getting a, a few more of. But uh, if anybody's in the market for those, those are due into both of our... Walter Anderson Nursery locations on Monday sometime. Don't know when. Um, Monday being President's Day. Monday being President's Day. Both stores are open and they're going to be busy because it's President's Day and a lot of people won't be working. Correct. Okay, so that's the citrus class support. We have not been able to get much citrus um, these last few weeks. So So is is the lack of citrus due to a large demand on citrus in concert with, you know, nurseries, fewer nurseries growing them because of um, yes, because of the quarantines and such. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Would you like me to expand upon that? I, a little I would bit? like that actually. Uh, there's a significant increase in demand, and there has coincidentally been a decrease in supply because of the Asian citrus psyllid and all of the regulations that go with growing citrus. There are fewer citrus growers right. at a time when there is significant significantly increased demand. And the only thing that really hasn't, did not happen in that equation was the prices didn't skyrocket until, and they haven't skyrocketed, but they've gone up 
quite a bit yeah, this last increased. half a year and and right now and that's been with the inflation thing not the not the shortage right um we did have we got in a few nice 25 gallons from you mark from point loma were sent up i uh, got a couple of grapefruit and an orange and they're just starting to push out their new growth for spring so they look a little peaked right now because yeah, they have the leftover gonna, leaves right but within weeks they're going to have blooms and all the new growth on them i need to get a few more you guys have some we we, we do not Quick, so capri and i were walking through the orange grove portion of the yard i i think yesterday or the day prior and everything is in bloom and it is incredibly fragrant yes yeah. it is wonderful to be down there so yeah. what does that mean for for uh, spinosad don't well, use i would not spray spinosad or spinosad uh during the day that's funny though. My citrus has not; it's not blooming. Well, did you say? Did you say citrus? I did. Our citrus is blooming. Yeah, Lemons, only my fruit trees. My citrus is all budded. Right. I mean, it's putting out the new growth. And I was thinking this would be a perfect time to go do one last uh, horticultural oil spray, right before, before they bloom. Yeah, exactly. Right. But so, what, well, why would you spray spinosad right now? Anyway, no, I wouldn't. Okay, I if was you just, were to. I, I, would do, I would do it at night to make sure that it's dry by morning Bees. so that it's not wet on the flowers. But I still wouldn't. Right. Yeah. Well, there's no need to. There yeah. is no need to. Okay. Agreed. I'm sorry. Please continue on your stroll. Oh, no. Just to, it, they were fragrant. It's wonderful. It's, it's nice to be near those trees when they're in bloom. I, I did realize we had talked about plums blooming because I needed a pollinator for my I, I remember helping you with that. And my Santa Rosa plum, it's a weeping Santa Rosa, and it still is not blooming. Everything else is. And I paid the obvious attention to it. I had, a, I had a, another duh moment in my garden. I'm, I'm yes. ready. Well, we're ready. Okay. It is in the shade of my neighbor's eucalyptus tree. Oh. Uh-huh. So it's not getting the same the sun, amount of sunlight. It doesn't sunlight. get the same amount of sun. So all the other plums are out in the open, so they're getting more sun, so they're ahead. And this one, the buds are swelling. It's going to bloom soon. But most of the day, it is still in the shadow of my neighbor's eucalyptus. But it's funny that you say you had a dumb moment because people, a lot of people wouldn't even notice that. And when you start, when people start, we start talking to people and they ask questions and you're trying to answer their questions and you get into the specifics about location and is there something blocking it inevitably no no everything's the same it's exactly the same but but typically it's not i mean typically and they'll go home and they'll say oh yeah i didn't realize this and that's why or, or during the are, conversation they'll yeah. look at you and they'll have the aha moment oh yeah. you know you're you're right there's a i love neighbor, those moments yeah, my, my neighbor has a eucalyptus correct you know you're right and, and they'll you'll see them like trying to orientate their body to what their yard is like. And it's, Correct. oh, you know, there is a citrus tree right or here, but the, my neighbor's eucalyptus shades it. Yeah, that makes sense now. Thanks, yeah. yeah. And how many times have I asked people to go look for those subtle little differences that might make a big difference? And you didn't, here and you I am it. looking at it going, why the heck is this not blooming? Everything right. else is equal. It's all the same. Right. It's, yeah. Again, it happens all the time. Yeah, it's not I supposed to I guess to happen. everybody. Was, was yeah. there like a... Uh, was there an actual light bulb that went off over your head? Like yeah, I think I, I think I heard yeah. angels singing. I'm not sure. I, okay. it, there, the moment was there. Yes. Uh-huh. It, it, anyway. <laughs> I, I just, it surprises me because I like to fancy myself as yeah. somewhat knowledgeable in my field. Not a lot, but some, yeah, you know, a smidge, a smidge of knowledge in this field. And it was so glaringly obvious. And it took me. Well, two or three weeks to figure it out. Or or years. I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, just this one tree this one time. Now I can have the same problem next year. but Or next week, yeah. for that matter. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> if you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. You're listening to Garden Talk, and we'll have more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. 
Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Small as white, clean and bright, you look happy to meet me. Blossom of snow, may you bloom and grow, bloom and grow. All right, Marky. Mark's shaking his head. Welcome back to Garden Talk here on AM 1170 KCBQ and KPRZ. <laughs> I am still David Ross along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. Mark was shaking his head and making faces. I'm welling up over here because that's and I was singing. one of my favorite tunes it's in a, the whole wide world from piece. Sound of Music. Yeah. And yeah. my mom loves it too. And okay. so anyway, so yeah. that's what the heck, okay? All right. Fair, fair enough. Yep. Okay. Okay. Clear out the, uh, clean up the dirty, la- air the air the air laundry the here laundry. on AM eleven seventy. Well, you know, just a quick side note: at our nursery in Poway, we you and I get mocked a lot because we sing a lot of musical <laughs> tunes, and we know them. <laughs> and we know them. Yes, people. Uh, that's that funny. is very true. Yes. So anyway, that's why that's there. Edelweiss bloom and grow forever. Garden talk. Mark. Kind of plays it makes right sense. in. Yes, Beautiful. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, before we went to the break, we were talking a lot of things about citrus because that's the garden class coming up at the San Diego, San Diego store, store at, nine. at nine. And I kind of skipped right over the, the next staghorn oh, remounting yeah. class this week. That's a huge um, class. Well, I just wanted to give it a little bit of due. Um, <clears throat> we will be talking about Karen culture, which they are easier to grow here in San Diego, staghorn ferns, platysariums, than most people think. And we will also be doing some remounting and division and how to cut them up and how easy it can be. There's so, a lot of apprehension yeah, when it is. comes to staghorn ferns. And, and as you just said, they're very easy to grow. Yeah, that's supposed to be the secret, and we're not supposed to let that out. We want people to think that they're very difficult and they need us, but they it's really not, aren't. Not so no. They kind of take care of themselves. Yeah, but we mostly. will discuss that in the class, if, or the presentation, if you would like to join us. Yeah, we didn't get into next. Did we talk about next week's class? We didn't, but uh, briefly in San Diego at 9 o'clock next week, San Diego Spring Bulbs okay. with Kathleen. And then uh, at 9.30, uh, Richard Wright will be in to do Bonsai Basics. We've not had a Bonsai class in a couple of years. So. In a long has it been that long? Yeah. Yeah. Tony, since Tony, Tony times. Yep. Excellent. Uh, Richard, the large, Excuse boisterous me. gentleman Richard. He's a, he's a, he's a big guy. Yes, I don't he mean, is. He's yeah. a big man. And to watch him get down into the art yes. and the finer points of bonsai, and he quiets down when he does that, usually, not his other classes, is interesting. Does that... Does that, that make captures sense? Captures it well. Yeah, he's yes. been doing bonsai. He used to come into Walter Anderson Nursery customer, in Point Loma yeah, as a customer. That. I remember that. Yes, in Point Loma to buy his bonsais and things well before we even opened the store in Poway, and he Correct. came to work up there. So he's been doing it a long time and can share a lot of very good information. Now, also before we went into the break, we were talking about blooming trees. Mostly, I think we were talking of well, we oh, talked we about citrus. citrus. And you're talking about your, bl- your plums. And the lack of, yeah. Yes. So on a daily basis, we have people coming in to buy dormant spray still. Is that a good thing? As long as they're dormant. Trees are no longer blooming. Well, are trees still dormant? Some are. Are like they? In, yeah, well, yes, they are. I still well, have a like couple your, mulberry trees. Your plum trees. tree is in the shade. Your plum tree that's in the Other people may be growing trees in the shade as well, and they may need, still have the opportunity to spray them. All right. Good but, point. However, yeah. mostly they're no longer dormant. So you don't spray the dormant spray. Or you don't spray at the oh. dormant rate. Yes, Correct. depending on. So Good point. There is the possibility of still treating for fungal diseases. The, um, the effect will not be the same. Some of them you cannot control at this point. Peach leaf curl. In particular. In particular, right. it's too late for good control, but usually they will grow out of that. And it has been, <laughs> speaking of David, 
has been a fairly dry winter, so disease pressure should not be great, but we are expecting a significant change in the weather this coming week, and it is supposed to get very cold, and we're supposed to get another storm sometime Monday into Wednesday, give or take a couple of days, but it's supposed to be a very cold storm with cold winds and weather from Western Canada. Dun, dun, dun. When you say dormant spray and then you use <laughs> copper, I'm going to get back to that. Because okay, go I, back to the I, show. So uh, what about oils? Can I spray oils to take care of insects? I would say the generally the oil sprays say do not spray when trees are in full bloom. So it depends on what state the target trees or plants are. Um my citrus is not blooming yet. It is just starting to grow, so I'm going to give it a shot of oil just in case there's any Asian citrus psyllid on there. I want to get rid of those right now, and I have noticed a little bit of of uh, scale inside my trees because when you spray from the outside, you don't get as good a control. Well, that, that's the reason I do like the oils is for scale. It's very effective on scale, and, and you don't always see it until – it manifests itself as black sooty mold or, a, a, you know, tons of ants all over your tree. Or, or you go to harvest your beautiful ripe oranges or lemons, and they have all these little brown specks all over them that come off on your hands when you're peeling. And for vegans, that must be quite, quite, quite the disturbing. It's, it's, it, those are plant barnacles. Plant barnacles. I love that <laughs> phrase. I still haven't captured it, stolen it, but I like plant barnacles. You're welcome barnacles. to use it anytime you like. Appreciate that. There were residuals, but you can use it. Yeah, I do the... The spraying over the top, and I don't do as I say and get spray through the tree and take care of the scale that's on the other sides and in the interior, and that's where it's usually hiding. So it is good to to do that. What else is blooming in your yard then? All your other fruit trees? The, the, the show tree right now is my spicy nectoplum. It's in full bloom with those beautiful light pink blossoms. Everything else that's blooming right now has white blossoms, but it has the pink blossoms, and then that'll be followed shortly by uh, red leaves. leaves. Yeah, the leaves. The avocados are starting to bloom. My my avocados and my, my neighbors started first, and I thought, why is my tree not blooming? And I have a Haas, <laughs> and they have a Fuerte. And I'm looking at the cooler, shadier side of my tree, and... Those buds are further behind than if I walk around and look at the sunny side of the tree, it's in full bloom. So there so, we go. Some big revelation again. Uh, Something uh, with the sun and trees and shrubs, plants. You would though. think. Yeah. You would think. After growing trees for a year or two, I'm not sure exactly how many years it's been. I think it's two, that I would have noticed that by now. But, yeah. <laughs> dummy, dummy, dummy starts with D. As does and so David. does David. <laughs> Um, if you would like to give us a call, the number is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Um, you said your citrus is all blooming, so probably you would not be spraying oil right now? No, I, I did spray them, though, earlier in the season, a couple of weeks back, uh, when I did all the other deciduous fruit trees. Had you seen any uh, Only psyllid? one. No, no psyllid. Not, not, no, none whatsoever, but I did have scale on. We had scale on one tree. And what about you? Have a big orange tree in the backyard, don't you, Mark? Yeah, I've, I have. Oh, I haven't sprayed it. It's at a mandarin. You have yeah, a, mandarin. Uh, an Algerian tangerine, Correct. don't you? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, aren't those ripening about they now? They are. And they're fantastic. Do you see any on the table here? I don't no, see any no, on no, the no. table. I haven't gone to pick them. Okay, those are yet. good. Yes, they are sweet. Very good. Do you? Um, do, does it have seeds? Yes. Do you? Not many, but it does. Yeah, it depends on pollination. I think. Yeah. Um, well, not I think. It does it depend does. on pollination, <laughs> but yeah. Boy. Um, David's last day on radio. It was uh, <laughs> the 19th of February, 2022. Do you spray them? Have you sprayed oil on yours? Or? I have not. No. I've, I've actually never sprayed them. And, but I do have. I do definitely have some scale on there. A little extra protein. So you don't listen yeah. to the radio show and take that stuff no, home either, no, do you? No. It's, it's, it, the tree is not located in a particularly good spot. And if I, and again, I, I should go out there and spray with oil, but it's surrounded by things that I don't want to get oil over. So I, I haven't, uh, yeah, I haven't done it. But I just, like you say, I just peeled a, I got a lot of little bugs on there, but, you yeah. know. 
You just peel Peel through them, right? Rinse rinse right right off off of your hands. Rinse and Um, repeat. You know, we're going to go to Fran in a moment, but I I click on the A. (laughs) uh, On the top of the screen. It's been a few weeks since I've done this. And now I can't. My cursor's not. Hang on, Fran. We're coming. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, sir. (laughs) I can't find. I can't find. Good morning, Fran, up in Vista. How are you this morning? Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, thanks. Good, thank you. What can okay. we help you with? I can't, I came in halfway uh, because I had a telephone call, and I just heard that you said you're not supposed to spray your orange, oranges uh, or orange trees with uh, anything right now if they're in bloom because mine are blooming all over. Full, yeah. full bloom, yeah. the oil sprays say not to do it right now. What you could consider doing if that's the case. Uh-oh. Why did oh, you no, just I, rock well, your head at me? No, no, I'm just, when she said yeah. she came in late, we might have been talking about the spinosad, about not spraying the trees either. So I don't know when she came in. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, if I listened, I then I would. I missed that part. Yeah, I missed that part about the spinosad. I was just hearing about the oil. Okay. Yeah, the horticultural oil says not to spray when trees are in full bloom. And what I did once when that was a situation, actually, I think it was heat, is I just sprayed the interior of the tree and got the branches on the inside that had a lot of scale on them and... It didn't spray the outside. But if you want to just wait until yeah. about a month and let the blossoms move along and fruit set, then you can spray. That's what okay. I would that's what I would recommend. But all right, good, because I I was thinking about spraying them but and I don't like to spray when there are blooms on there and so you convinced me that I'll wait uh, a month or so till after the blooms set. Uh but my re- main reason to call this morning was uh, I'm finally putting together the garden. I haven't had a garden, a vegetable garden, for maybe five years, so I'm redoing the beds and everything. And so I was planting some shallots, and I had done the garlics already, and, and then I was planting shallots, and I was digging a hole, and then I looked at the hole, and there was another hole under it, so it, probably because it's so close to the surface, it might be a mole or something like that. So I threw in some blood meal in there, and then packed some more dirt up and planted my shallots in it. Do you think that the blood meal will kind of, or do they even, can they smell uh, blood meal? Or <laughs> Well, we'll you let us know next week yeah, or two weeks I... from now if the blood meal chased them away. But I would get a black box gopher trap, a Maccabee gopher trap, or if you'd like to do some... Gopher hawk testing and report back. I still have never seen yellow on my <laughs> gopher hawk, which indicates that I've caught one. So I would go after him with a trap. For with him. a trap instead. That's yeah. what I would do. That would, would that would be for a mole or just for gophers? Uh, it's probably a gopher. Probably a gopher. Yeah. Oh, it is a gopher. Probably. Oh, I hate gophers. <laughs> I, hate I shouldn't do say that, but they're all over my but backyard, we, and we, I'm. We do not hate Fran. We may dislike no, our gophers. We may dislike our gophers greatly, but we do not hate. No, I guess I should become friends with them. Uh, but I'm going to also put some of that sonic uh, um, uh, vibrators uh, okay. every thirty feet around, and hopefully they'll, you know, move away and don't like the noise that it's creating, and, and maybe that'll solve the problem too. I'm I'm willing to try anything at this point. So. Your, your neighbors will really appreciate that, Fran. I move know. them off into their yard. Thanks, thanks very much for the call, Fran. You know, it's just that they'll have holes, but right. (laughs) Okay, thank you, guys. Thanks very much. Again, I can't say enough. I really love your shows because you get so much information from all of you. So, thank you again. Thanks very much for the call, Fran. If you would like to give us a call, the number here is eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. We're going to have to take a break at the bottom of the hour, and Joanne will talk to you when we come back. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. 
Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Let me try with pleasured hands To take you in the sun To promised lands To show you everyone And we are back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ, AM 1170 and KPRZ. I am David Ross along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Ken hopefully slept in on his morning to sleep in. But if he didn't, it's still a semi-free state. And uh, hopefully he is doing what he wants to be doing. You had a couple of follow-up things, but we had to go into the break right, about I was gonna, repellents. Right. I was going to tell Fran, Fran, University of California Integrated Pest Management, when we're talking about repellents for gophers, they, they cite several times that um, research has not substantiated any of the claims uh, regarding repellents, whether it's... Uh, what about bubble gum? Bubble gum is ineffective... Uh, in getting killing gophers, How about ivory rice soap. And the, no. What about the uh, ricin might kill them? Yeah, yes. but what's castor beans? Castor, castor, castor bean, oil. Yeah. There castor was those castor oils. Does it say anything about castor oil? It, actually, it does specifically say, say that it says no repellents have been proven effective in protecting gardens, and it speaks of gopher purge, castor beans, garlic, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Research has not substantiated these claims. So, if uh, Fran had, were to listen, oh, go ahead. I was going to say I've had people tell me that gopher scram has worked for them to get rid of gophers. I mean, I'm about moles so if she chooses to listen to those people on garden talk on am 1170 and kprz they would suggest that she use what traps okay that's what i would suggest go get them fran uh joanne i apologize we did not come straight to you after the break but we are going to placerville to answer a rose question good morning joanne good morning um (laughs) I try to have my radio on so I'll wake up and and be able to hear you on Saturdays. Um, I feel embarrassed always asking you about my roses. I planted them uh, when it uh, was, you know, it was a really sunny place next to a white picket fence. And then in the summer, (laughs) the giant oaks that are here made quite a bit of shade. And so they really aren't in the sun as much as I thought they were going to be. because of various reasons, sickness and all kinds of stuff, I didn't get them um, cut back, pruned. And uh, because we, too, had a little bit of warm weather, warmer weather, um, I noticed they're starting to get their little red leaves. And is it too late to prune them and, you know, start over? No. No. Yeah. Okay, thanks for the call. <laughs> no, you, um, can, you can go ahead and prune them, but you can let them go, too. It's, you know, whatever you want to do. The guideline is by Valentine's Day. But if you haven't cut them back, just cut back to that new red foliage that you see there now, and they'll be fine. And the other, okay. and an separate but somewhat related note, if there's not enough sun there and they're not doing well, at winter pruning time, if you wanted to do a more severe pruning right now and then dig them up and move them, you could do that as well. This is the time when you, right after you get done with your major pruning and there is little stress on the root system, that would be the time to dig them and move them. And if it's too late for this year, you can consider doing it a little earlier next year and move them to a sunnier location. Some say it's the time of the season, oh. you know. Just like the song. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I don't know whether I can do that, but I I bought them so I'd have blooms and everything, you know. And right, um, it's an option okay. if you can. If, do if it. you were to prune them right now, though, you'll still have still get your blooms. Correct. And, All right, and you're just cutting back to the growth that's there anyway, so it's really not setting you back at all. You're oh, not gonna. You don't have to remove. On the tips. Pardon? It's just really on the tips. Well, then it will set you back a little bit, but we're only talking about a few weeks. If you cut them back below that new growth to lower buds on the plant, it's going to take probably six six or so weeks from now to to bloom. So it'll just delay it a little bit, not that much. Okay. Do you have a particular rose food that you like? I have two of them. Okay. Grow Power. As your regular rose fertilizer, 
once a month starting in uh-huh. January, February, February when you do your winter cutback and ending okay. in September. And then Ada Perry's Magic Formula for Roses twice a year, once now and once in June or July. And Ada Perry's is a combination of blood meal, bone meal, gypsum, soil sulfur, iron tonic, Epsom salts, and now new and improved with humic acid. Hmm. Yes, it's a very okay. good product. It works very well. Uh, we recommend it twice a year, as David said, and anytime you're doing new plantings. Yep. Okay. Um, you had recommended uh, Green Acres to me in Folsom, and um, I think that's the closest <laughs> um, nursery. Um, do you think they'd have this? They will. They will not have Ada Perry's. That's a proprietary Walter Anderson nursery product. They may or may not have the grow power, but if they don't have grow power for you, get one of the organic fertilizers that has humic acid in it. And both Dr. Earth and E.B. Stone organic fertilizers have humic acid in them. So that's what I ask them at Green Acres up in Folsom if they have uh, a humic acid-based fertilizer for you if they don't have the grow power. That's what makes the grow power special. And why we recommend oh, it. Right. All right. Thank you so much. I guess if you're going to be having a northern winter storm, we'll be having it too. Yes, it should we be a little cooler week. for you and a little more intense. Enjoy it. <laughs> we will. <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks for the call, Joanne. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So now, now Joanne had a little concern about her roses not blooming where she to cut them okay, back. Hang right on now. one second. If you'd like to give us a call, the phone number is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, she had a concern, George? About her roses perhaps not blooming where she to cut them back, but we cut ours back when we get them, right? They, they come to us dormant. You cut them back, put them in pots, and we just had our first bloom yesterday from roses that you cut either in December or January. Well, what was the first one that flowered? Sunset Horizon. It was flowering yesterday. And how was it? Was it's, it beautiful? It's it's still unfurling, but yes, it's a pretty rose. It, it, was that kind Casey of orange and, and red? Said, yeah, and, he said, you know, it looks almost like a ketchup and mustard. It, that looks much... I have that rose in my backyard, and that one, to me, is much better when the when it flowers, the cooler, when the season's cooler. The sunset horizon? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it kind of blushes out, or uh, it gets... It's not. I don't think it's as nice in the summertime as it is in the spring. In the cooler spring. Yeah. Okay. Spring or fall. It, it, right. A lot yeah. of different varieties right. will Correct. react differently to weather and temperatures. Correct. But it's nice to see that first bloom out there with all the you know uh, at the top of all the uh, the uh, new growth everywhere. I agree. And uh, this last week, <laughs> I was pruning my climbing roses, so I wasn't too late. I wasn't worried about it. Right. Only a couple of days from Valentine's Day, so you're good. Plus, when we did a class last week, that was one of the comments. But, but what if I don't get it done by the 14th? Yeah. Well, then do it on the 16th. Yeah, do it do on it. the 20th. Just, just do it. Just, just do it. Right. And I remember long, a long, long time ago when Lauren Ancaro, God rest his soul, was talking about pruning with hedge trimmers. Do you remember that? Yes. They were advocating just going by and chopping the tops off them, which. It's fine. It's I mean, fine. You'll get yeah. more flowers, but there'll be smaller flowers on shorter stems. Correct. So they'll be as robust. As or, robust. That's a perfect word, Mr. Mahady. Thank you very much. Um, they won't be as robust, but you can do it. I don't like to do it that way, but I guess if you're in a, in a in hurry, a hurry right. you can a lot just of go by. Take your electric <laughs> shears and just walk across. I, I, yeah. I don't want to say you can't do it wrong because, I mean, but, I mean. Well, you really can't, though. You, so you really can't. Go ahead and say it. Okay, yeah, you can't do it wrong. Well, then that begs the question. If you're going to do that, would that work better since you're going to get more blooms like on a Floribunda or a Grandiflora and not on your hybrid teas? Well, but a lot of people like to cut and bring in their yeah. Floribunda. So uh, what I like to ask or say is it depends on what you want. But if the goal is more color in the garden, 
then doing it that way and having more flowers with shorter stems and not as large of flowers is totally fine. But if the goal is to cut yeah. them and bring them in, then being a little more cautious with little, your trimming. A little bit more judicious. Judicious. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Exactly. Yes. That's what I would have yes. said. Yes. Okay. Could you just, for fun, give us the phrase, the soil bacteria phrase that pays that I like to hear you say? <laughs> microbial activity. That's the phrase that pays. Microbial activity. If we ever have a contest, that's going to be the answer. We're not having one, but if we were to, microbial remember microbial activity. activity. Um I I think that just having a good floral display in the garden with the shorter stems is not a bad thing. I right. totally I, I totally yeah, I think it on depends, board as you that. said on what on what what the purpose so, is. Exactly, you're cutting them to bring them in. Yeah, and and a lot of people take their rose pruning very very seriously and their rose growing and um, and there's nothing and wrong with that. And they want exactly just that single perfect flower. And right. and most people don't need that. Well, yeah, most, I would say most people don't care. I mean, they just want them to flower. And, and, and hopefully they smell good. Right. Good point. Yes. Which I think for me is the, one of the key. That they smell good? <laughs> that they smell good. That's one of the key elements in what rose I want to put in the garden. Colors, sizes, shapes, fragrance. I, I love, for example, Ebb Tide. I don't think it's a great looking rose, but I think it's. The fragrance is great. spectacular. Well, there was a. A period of breeding and that changed what was going to happen with the roses that we got. But if you would like to give us a call, we'll talk about that in a minute. If you'd like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. You are listening to Garden Talk on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take our last break and we'll be back right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And welcome back to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ. I am David Ross, along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Ken is taking the morning off, and right before we went into the break, we were talking about rose breeding. We were. Okay, thank I, you. Yeah. <laughs> but I, we're listening to, to Tommy James and the Shondells okay, in the back. Okay, please, Crimson oh. and Clover. But we, we did have a period of time when the breeding was going just towards uh, durability of plants, disease resistance and things. And right. they got mm-hmm. away from, from fragrance for a long time. And people were kind of upset that we had non-fragrant roses. And there are some really pretty roses out there that are not fragrant but, There's some unique roses too, some different colors that are, are, are certainly different, but they have no scent whatsoever. Yes. And and if the sign, if the tag for the rose says it has light or slight scent, that means it has no scent. Correct. So you want moderate or strong, but I, I, what does it smell like? Well, the ones that say light or slight, they smell like you're putting your nose into a flower. It Correct. doesn't smell like anything <laughs> exciting, but it smells like you're right. right. That's it. But you said ebb tide. I was noticing. Aren't we out of ebb tides? Uh, I, we're out of ebb tides, correct. So we have don't twilight tease zones, which we are do, very we similar. Still have I think twilight we had zone? some tree. F- oh, tree ones. Maybe, yes. Yeah. I'm and, thinking of the bush ones. Right. But that is a beautiful purple and very fragrant, very both fragrant. of those. Yeah. They have a kind of a clove scent to them. What, why are you smirking at me? Because you're naming the type of scent. And, you know, just saying it's fragrant was good enough for me. But. Citrusy and fruity, or clove. I got you. Okay, it's all right. It's fine. That's um, I'll, I'll allow it. Uh, if you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. You know, my favorite rose still. To this day. Cecil Bruner Polyantha, the bush Cecil Bruner rose, which we've had trouble getting, and that really bothers me to talk about it. 
because I can't get them. Oh, I was supposed to get you cuttings so you can start them for us. Those are that is a beautiful. They're small. Yes, they are perfectly little miniature hybrid teas. Yeah, but they it's prolific. It is very fragrant. And not only is it prolific, but it grows really well and blooms and blooms and blooms. Yes. And it is one of the most disease-resistant roses you'll ever come across. Yes, I, I agree. agree with we have you. one. Yeah. Well, the, when you agree, you're supposed to just not wide eye and look at me. You're supposed and to shake say, your oh, head. I yes. Agree. Yeah. Well, Mark was getting. It's ready radio. To speak. It's radio, yeah. George. I, yeah. Mark yeah. was about yeah. to speak. It, it, we have one in, in our in the front of the Poway store, uh, to the right of our. Uh, what is the Gardenia Thumbergia? Yes, South Africa. That was the one. Um, I wonder if I can just click on this and take it, or if I should wait for. No, I should wait. Okay, good. We're 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 all better now. Okay. Um, we are going to work on getting people some cutting Cecil Bruners, and I have the plants, but there was a giant one we had in the back in a 25-gallon that seems to have disappeared with one of our cleanups, which oh, is no. unfortunate. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, that, I, that I, I think I'd put one of those in if we could get some shrub forms. You know, I just noticed on a totally separate note that Mr. Bowersock is in the building, um, and I'm pretty sure I promised him I would bring him Aurelia. a Mingarelia this week, and he's here, and I'm here, and it's I don't see, I don't see a Mingarelia <laughs> anywhere. Brian, I still owe you. Um, anyway, that was that little note. Um, anything else you'd like to share about flowers or roses? No, you may move on. Oh, sir. thank goodness. Well, let's let's uh, Neil Diamond. <laughs> yes. You like the that? rose? It's a nice it rose. It is a very pretty very rose. Very fragrant rose. Does very it smell fragrant. good? Oh, yeah. It smells really okay. well. Okay. Nice. We could have talked about Neil Diamond and how good he smells, but we're oh, going to yeah. go to Clark in good. San Diego. Good morning, Clark. Could you take us away from Neil Diamond, please? Oh, I don't know. I love Neil Diamond. <laughs> this is my father-in-law. <laughs> uh, taking you away. I have a broom felsia that my wife gave me 28 years ago when we were dating, and um it's starting to die, and I don't understand why. My wife is very sick, and I want to try to save it and her. So um, We'll start with a, a thank you for yeah. calling, and we hope all goes well. And uh, Brunfelsias usually yeah. start to look bad this time of the year because they go kind of dormant. They kind of go deciduous. Yeah. Um, do you have it growing? you have it in a pot or in the ground? in a pot and it's on our um, porch and it gets partial sunlight and how often um, how often are you watering it probably too often um two or three times a week that that would be my i mean that's where i'd start i don't know typically i mean it's been in that pot for a long time yes sir it what i would ask you ask you to do is take some pictures of it and email them to me at davidr at walteranderson.com. davidr at walteranderson.com. Remember, Anderson is A-N-D-E-R-S-E-N. And when I get into work, I'll take a look at the pictures. Is that something that's easy for you to do? Yes, I can do that when I get home. Okay. Email me some pictures, and we'll figure out what's going on. Hopefully it is just a seasonal situation but if not we'll figure it out and get that plant on the road to recovery all right thank you very much all righty thanks very much for the call we wish all the best to you and your plants and everything else around you sir thank you so much do you have one yeah. of those brinfelsia no i don't but they're great plant. I love, we, yeah, we put one them. in last year and and that's a very fragrant yeah plant. yeah it's a, it's a it's the yesterday, today, and tomorrow is the one yes, particular cultivar I, I that we have. Well, there's different. Yeah, there's you know, McCran. There I mean, I don't know. That's the one that's usually most yeah, people. Okay, you guys talk about McCranta. that for a minute, and since we're running out of time, we're going to go to Santee and talk to Kim about plant food. Good morning, Kim. You ask morning. away. I was curious, what are some good food plants to put in in the next couple of months? Um, from seed. Well, we are at the beginning of the warm season vegetables, and it, I'm assuming that's what you were talking about here. That is, yeah, yeah. I just put in some potatoes, and they're already starting to show leaves. I've got some uh, tomatoes and peppers in little starter okay. plants so, to hopefully get some 
sprouts to come up and uh, then replant. Yeah, so anything that gives you fruit is a so as far as vegetables go would be things like you know corn, tomatoes, peppers, eggplants, squash, pumpkins included, all of those. Yeah. And and there's still time. Would you not? Would you say for a, a crop of beets and carrots, the root crops? Beets and carrots, absolutely. Um, I, I wouldn't go with any of the cabbages, yeah. broccolis, and things like that. It's, it's getting late hot. for those. Yeah. And you could do still leaf lettuce because it, it produces so quickly from from starts, not from seed. But from from seeds, the ones that were were just all mentioned off would be a good time to start them indoors. Uh, with the cold we're expecting this week, it would not be a good time to start them outdoors. And since you were in Santee and you yeah. have new foliage on your potatoes, I would uh, keep aware of the weather, stay aware of the weather, because you may need to cover those potatoes. Because if we get frost on Wednesday or Thursday, uh, it will damage or burn down the foliage on those potatoes. Okay. They'll come um, back. Don't worry, but. And, and uh, on our website, I think we have underneath uh, our plant list, we have some uh, plant guides for what to plant each time of the year. Oh, great. All righty. Thanks very much for the call. Um, I guess we are running out of time for any more phone calls. But, but we do have some classes coming up that I'd like to review. Should What do we have? At, so uh, today at 9 o'clock in San Diego, it's Planting Citrus with Chris. And in Poway at 9.30, Staghorn Fern Care, Culture, and... And remounting. With and David. division. We'll be cutting That's them the up. the remounting and, part. Yeah, it's kinda. not a very exciting class. It is poorly presided over, but you'll get some basic information. Yeah, you'll yeah. get a, a handful of information that will make it not so intimidating that's to put the, a staghorn fern in your key. yard because it, is, it really isn't. And, it, and when you're done, you'll right. realize that there's no secret. It's and easy. if you have any sensitive plants in the ground, like, it is supposed to be cold this week. So keep an eye on the, the weather and the temperatures because you may have to do some protecting. You've been listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170 and KPRZ. (laughs) You've been listening to all of us, and I think we're done. Have a great weekend, everybody. By Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.